0: hi welcome my name is anna and i'm monica and that's mariana and we decided to start this podcast because we wish we had a big sister growing up
1: to help us through this crazy journey we call life
0: so here we are hoping that we can be that for you
1: so wherever you are in life whether you're single married or anything in between let's take a break together and just hang out follow along as we try to share why you you were made for amor. amor
0: So this week, Monica finally got a little haircut and I'm like, I usually notice that moms do this right after giving birth. It's like that transition period and then they chop the hair and dye it.
1: Mm -hmm. I noticed.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Monica did it this week. So today's episode is right along that same line. We're going to talk about Monica's birth story. So yeah, let's just like jump into it. Like (laughs) feet first or how is it? Head first. I don't know. But I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: what day did you start labor? So flashing back to my due date due dates are so annoying because <laughs> they like give you a two-week period where like oh you could potentially be due this date but it can be two weeks before two weeks after mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of annoying because they give you this date and then if you're past that date they try to like induce you induce you and offer all these interventions but in reality like you still have two other we- two more weeks because it could be anywhere between 38 to 42 weeks that you can have that baby you know Mm -hmm. so my due date was october 26 2021 no sorry that's mariana's birthday my due date (laughs) was october 22nd
0: yeah i was like that doesn't sound right
1: (laughs) october 22nd um jp2's feast day which i was super excited when it was the 22nd i was like yes please be born today mariana please be born today that'd be super she was like i do what i want (laughs) and after the 22nd passed i was like low-key a little sad i was like no yeah so on the 22nd which was my due date i went for my 40 week appointment Mm -hmm. and my doctor was like okay well um how long do you want to go until we have to induce you and i was like i don't know like as long as i can she was like okay well we usually make the appointment at one week post due date Mm -hmm. um so We'll play it by ear. If you if baby doesn't come in a week, then maybe depending on how your liquids look, um, we can maybe go another week. So I really love that's one thing. Um, my doctor was very, um, for me like mm-hmm. my decision, my, I, like I had this idea of what I wanted, mm-hmm. um, my doctor to be like and look like and everything, and she met every criteria. So I really, 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 really. liked her. Um, so when she scheduled my one week post, uh, due date. Induction or what, Appointment, you know when uh-huh. she scheduled my induction, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was low key a little bummed because I was like, no, like I've been doing everything that I hear. I've been read. I was reading books, walking, doing everything like n- to naturally induce. When hearing like, oh, you might be induced in a week, I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And the date that she gave me was um October thirtieth. She asked me to pick Ooh. a date, which was crazy. Uh-huh. So I picked you're October- like
0: November second. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I think it was between October 29th to October 31st Uh and I picked October 30th because not the 31st well it's because one I didn't want her to be born on Halloween and two uh Fernando's birthday is on the 30th of September my birthday is on the 30th of January Okay. so we were like it would be so cool if she was born on October 30th because to keep it 30 you know Mm -hmm. but I was going back to that so I was a little bummed because I was like no like I'm doing everything to get her out why why, is, why do I have to schedule this? It was a little sad, but luckily Mariana came in that week, so mm-hmm. we didn't have to get induced. But what
0: induced you? Me eating the Mariana cookie. <laughs> so I had this like cookie from her baby shower that had her name on it, and um, and then I was like, I haven't eaten my Mariana cookie yet. That's why you haven't gone into labor. And then I'm like, watch, I'm going to eat it tonight. And then I like sent her a video or a picture or whatever. And I'm like, I'm eating it. And then the next day you yeah. went into <laughs> like pre-labor, right? So it was, it was, all, it you. was all me. It, was just, all you. it wasn't the walking. It wasn't the teas. It wasn't any of that. It was me. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It
1: was, yeah, it was for sure that. <laughs> it's crazy because I was literally trying everything. I tried, um well, I would walk a lot. I would try, I would eat dates if i see dates now it's like oh i can't anymore because <laughs> i just think of me eating six a day like yeah. i was eating so many dates i would drink the raspberry green leaf tea uh-huh. uh, my doctor said that i can take primrose oil or uh-huh i think it's primrose evening oil or something like that yeah i've heard of that yeah and then um and then the mexican myths that you hear too like the <sighs> Come piña. Oh, yeah. My grandma said... Spicy food. Yeah, spicy food. Um, my grandma said, have hot chocolate. And I kid you not, the day before I went into labor, my mom made hot chocolate. So honestly, I feel like it's you eating the cookie and the hot chocolate.
0: <laughs> You're like, all the things, the scientific proof, no, it was the cookie and the hot chocolate.
1: <laughs> and then I also, it was a Sunday, I think, because I, it was a Sunday that I went, or it was a Monday that I went to pre-labor. labor. My Mariana was born on a Tuesday, but mm-hmm. that previous Sunday, I had this big bowl of pineapple too, so I was like, "You were like, boom, 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 boom." <laughs> yeah, <Attacking laughs> You're Like if it it's was... not this, it's that. If it's not this, pretty it's much. That. And then also I would like jump on the birth. Ball. Oh yeah. I was I was doing a bunch of squats. I was. Just Doing it all,
0: Mm -hmm. you were. She was walking like a crazy lady on the curb, like what one foot up, one foot down. Mm
1: -hmm. It's funny because so I went into pre labor. Um, I'll explain what pre labor means right now. But I went into pre labor on Monday, and that Monday I was already feeling contractions, but they were super far apart. And Fernando stayed. My husband stayed home from work. And we walked to this taco shop that's like maybe like a mile away from our house. And I was on the sidewalk just doing that. And it was like, "What are you doing?"
0: <laughs> You're like, "I read somewhere, I saw on TikTok." I'm just kidding. Or did you not have TikTok? I didn't then? have TikTok. Ooh, then. you probably got, would have gone into labor
1: ways. Honestly, <laughs> but yeah. So what I mean by pre labor is that um, so my doctor told me to go into the hospital once once my contractions were four one one. Which means that it's like four
0: minutes apart, one hour long for a minute.
1: Yeah, something like that. Um,
0: or one minute apart.
1: One minute, yeah. Or they,
0: four contractions, one minute apart that last a minute, no? Something, something like, like that. that.
1: I don't remember, but I just remember it was the 411 rule. And so on Monday, um, the day before baby was born, I was having contractions, but they weren't that close apart. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that labor was coming because of the contractions that I was feeling like it was painful like every time I'd walk like I'd be like Fernando wait Fernando wait help me to breathe um but they weren't close together so I was like okay I don't want to go to the hospital yet because I know that they're just going to send me home and the hospital that I birthed at was like 45 minutes away from my house Mm -hmm. so I wasn't going to want to go over there just to be sent home and come back you know Mm -hmm. so I was pretty good with um Fernando actually was pretty good with tracking everything like he had this app and everything Aww. where he would track the, the contractions and so he was like nope it's not time so that whole Monday I think my contractions started at uh, well I had the bloody show which TMI but it's basically when like you have a bloody show you know (laughs) you know (laughs) and so i had that on sunday night Mm -hmm. going into monday so i knew that baby was coming because i kept reading everywhere like oh uh, once you have the bloody show it's anywhere from 24 to 48 hours for baby to come and i was like she's coming Mm -hmm. so that was sunday night slash monday morning at 2:22, I remember looking at the time. I was Aww. like, it's 2:22," And then that whole night, it was just contractions. Uh, but they were pretty sp- spread apart. So that morning I was still able to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that whole day, Monday, that's when Fernando didn't go to work. Cause by then I was already feeling them. They were pretty sp- uh, spread apart. We went on that walk in the morning. It was sprinkling a little bit and it was Aww. just like, ah, it's coming, you know? So pre-labor basically was that just at home. Um, I didn't want to go to the hospital yet. Cause I knew i wasn't ready and so that whole day monday i remember stressing because i was like okay they're super spread apart baby's supposed to come in the next 24 hours like why isn't this speeding up a little you know Mm -hmm. i was like pretty um frustrated Mm -hmm. um and so i ended up reading something like something showed up on my instagram you know how like things when like you talk about them they show up on your instagram yeah because they're
0: always listening
1: (laughs) and so i saw like the sponsored like pregnancy account that basically said oh um you can be doing all the natural things to induce your baby naturally but if you don't focus on your baby and if you don't like you're, fo- you're so focused on the, in- on the natural inductions that you're not focused on baby and like mm-hmm. talking to baby, and like, you know, that all that stuff. So then when I read that, I was like, oh shoot, part of my like birth plan was to have affirmations to myself. So mm-hmm. why don't I just do that? So that night on Monday, I was literally just laying in bed stretching and I was like telling myself all these affirmations. It was like, I had this like noise in the background. It was this recording mm-hmm. um, that said you are made for this. Like you're going to work with God to bring this baby to to earth it was like very Mm faith-based um so i was just like yes let's do this it was like 15 to 20 minutes of me just stretching and like hearing these affirmations so it was honestly super like awesome Mm because it was just like okay i'm like getting in touch with my baby my like i'm using my faith to help me through this like god Mm -hmm. is here with me god is gonna help me through these um, contractions and we're gonna get there together and baby's gonna come Mm -hmm. when baby needs to come and so that was monday and i kid you not after i did that it was like 15 to 20 minutes of me just like meditating slash praying slash being relaxed that whole night monday night to tuesday morning it was just like contraction after contraction they were Ooh. still not one minute apart but they were like more frequent mm-hmm. didn't sleep that night fernando brought me um ever so this like um,
0: oh yeah like a an acai, bowl. an acai
1: bowl at like i don't remember what time but i had oh I remember getting fist. that
0: snapchat while i was at lunch i was like
1: this girl's eating some <laughs> In bed. acai bowls <laughs> Yeah, and sure enough, uh, we went into the hospital at 6 in the morning on Tuesday. Because by then, it was already 6 or 6.30. I don't remember. But point is that we got to the hospital at like 7 mm-hmm. on Tuesday morning. And like- you
0: texted our group chat for like prayers and stuff. Yeah. And And
1: I had this whole like birth plan, but I was very flexible because I know that sometimes births don't go the way you plan them. My goal was to basically just do everything natural and I had so many things. I literally had like I wanted my mom to be there with me. I wanted Fernando to be there with me and because of COVID only two people were allowed to be with me so it worked out perfectly. And then with that I also wanted to have like worship music in the background, like lights off or like dimmed to create like that environment in, mm-hmm. in the hospital room you know and then I was I wanted to be able to shower if I needed um I had this heating pad that Fernando had bought just in case I needed to use it using essential oils throughout labor movement I didn't want to be laying down and then I literally packed a bunch of snacks because I wanted to be snacking throughout labor because I needed that energy you know <laughs> I wanted to change positions throughout and I didn't want any drugs to like speed up labor no pitos. No induction. I wanted to be able to use my birth ball. I wanted to get af- affirmations from my husband. <laughs>
0: no, is that wanted, like your list? I literally like, have
1: a list. Like, I wanted delayed cord clamping, skin to skin with my baby, golden hour right after. And that was just my mentality based on all the videos that I've mm-hmm. seen during my pregnancy. But I was very flexible. You know, mm-hmm. I was like very specific with the things that I wanted. But I was like, but if I need You're to like, get a dude, it's, it's fine. fine. If I need <laughs> to get a epidural, I think it's fine. It, and Anything as long as my baby's safe, you know, Mm -hmm. that was like my mentality. But I think that throughout my pregnancy, I really tried to prepare like mentally, physically and spiritually to have Mm -hmm. that birth. Mm -hmm. and so like leading up to it like I think I did the most honestly like physically like I would walk a mile every day mentally I would just like give myself affirmations all the time Uh, spiritually like I mentioned in the previous episodes my faith was the highest during my pregnancy because I was just like speaking to God all Mm -hmm. the time you know because this was a big thing that was gonna happen and so leading up to that I had this whole birth plan because it made sense for me to have that birth plan because our bodies as women were made to do that you Mm -hmm. know and so I didn't think Think it was anything out of this reach but then again i would hear stories throughout my pregnancy of women that would have like crazy like birth so i was like i would low-key get discouraged a little because i was like am i just being is this too good to be true like am i being too
0: are you asking for too much exactly type of thing? and yeah. at one time
1: i did hear someone say oh well yo también tenía todo eso en mi lista y i ended up getting a c-section you're
0: like don't tell me that yeah
1: exactly <laughs> yeah. and so the way i saw it pregnancy and birth was that i played soccer my whole life trained for soccer games big soccer games you know Mm -hmm. this is my mentality throughout pregnancy is that i couldn't just show up to the day that i deliver and say hey i want a natural birth without doing all that work Mm -hmm. beforehand you know so i try to train for this natural birth as if i was training for a soccer game if that makes sense and even
0: like using that same analogy like even if you are training for that game like there's still that slight possibility that you'll lose you know so it's like okay you're training you're doing your best you're doing everything in your power but at the end of the day whatever happens like you're still gonna be able to say i did everything i could and the rest was up to god exactly you know so i think that's a good like mentality to go into because like you don't want to end up like let's say you did end up having to have a c-section or whatever like that doesn't mean you lost that just means like that was the plan for that birth and the takeaway was you still did everything you could in your power and that was just what was meant to happen in that case right you know so it's like also for those people like the people that have told you like oh well I had those plans and like Mm -hmm. I ended up with a c-section you know like like there's no harm in taking care of yourself and doing all those things in your pregnancy even if you do end up having to go with the other route you know that's
1: why I was so flexible with my plan like I had this big old plan I was very specific with what I wanted but at the end of the day like I knew that if it needed to go a different way it's fine Mm -hmm. and like I'm not saying I'm better than anyone else I'm just saying Mm -hmm. that that's just how I experience labor and delivery and someone else can do it at the end of the day it's still a freaking miracle that's coming to the world like just giving birth however however it happens happens, it's amazing i think it's incredible Mm -hmm. and so it's cool because people that i know like a lot of people were due during the months Mm -hmm. or 2021 in general from july to december there was so many moms Mm -hmm. and it was just so cool it was like this little community almost of us like just communicating and like giving each other advice people checking in on me me checking in on people and it was just super cool in addition to all of this going back to the hospital so Mm -hmm. i showed up at seven we showed up at seven in the morning on the 26th of
0: october we do just like from our side like we were in the group chat like oh my gosh they're going and then we expected like maybe two three four hours five hours like we were like okay like have you gotten the text yet (laughs) no have has anyone gotten the text yet no like we were just like anticipating
1: like mariana's
0: coming you know
1: when i got to the hospital they admitted me right away because i was five centimeters dilated so Mm -hmm. it's funny you say that Cause even Fernando and I were like, oh, baby's gonna be out by noon at most, mm-hmm. you know, because we got there so early. We're like, in five hours, yeah, baby's gonna come out. And so we were so like, oh, we're gonna let's do this. At that point, I was in so much pain, so I was like, it can't get worse than this. Like, you <laughs> you know? thought? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, they literally wheeled me up in a wheelchair because I couldn't even walk. Oh, no. <laughs> but it was cool because on our way to the hospital, worship music was part of my plan. So I like made sure to tell Fernando like put, he made this like playlist on Apple Music of songs that I told him to put. He put that playlist on our way to the hospital. So I was like over here trying to just like focus, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> listening. I think I was even like singing at one point.
0: <laughs> You're like, holy spirit,
1: you are welcome here. <laughs>
0: um, and so
1: that's when I texted you guys so Mm -hmm. at that point i was like okay like i need all the prayers like i'm in pain let's Mm -hmm. do this i got admitted right away and they took me into my room right away and sure enough i was there at 7 let's say 7 30 and i kid you not i didn't deliver till 10 30 (laughs) p.m
0: i also remember that text i was super excited but i'm like dang
1: monica has been
0: doing this so long
1: (laughs) i pushed for two three hours throughout that whole day i was just like what is (sighs) supposed like how does how do people do this yeah and at this point like throughout the whole day my nurse kept coming in asking me like if i wanted an epidural she asked me like three different times and one of the times she asked me she was like okay i know that you've said no the last couple times that i've asked you but our anesthesiologist is about to go into a c-section so if you want the epidural right now would be a good time because if you don't get it right now you're gonna have to wait for like two to three hours until they're out of the c-section mm-hmm. and i was like i literally looked at fernando and i was like should i get it <laughs> he's like "You know <laughs> to this Maya (laughs) oh I'm just kidding and so I at that point I was in a lot of pain but I was like you know what let's do it let's keep doing this you know Mm -hmm. let's keep feeling the pain and at this point something that was helping me was the heating pad that I had mentioned the heating pad was a huge 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 savior like Fernando would put it it on my back and it just felt so nice another thing that would help me when I would get each contraction was that laying on my side so you know how the at hospitals they have those rails on the side of the Mm -hmm. bed so that you can hold on to yourself or Mm -hmm. like they hold you up so that you don't fall or roll over. Yeah. I would hold on to that as hard as I could oh. and that helped me like with some of the pain.
0: Good thing that wasn't Fernando's hand because yeah. <laughs> that Seriously. thing would have been broken. <laughs>
1: I know, and then I was connected to IV, but I kept telling the nurse that I didn't want it, so it was on and off. Like fluids, or yeah. what was in the IV? Yeah, fluids. Oh, okay. But it was on and off, specifically because I was able to shower, and I, I took like three showers throughout the whole day, because oh. that's another thing that helped me, just being in the hot shower. Since a very early morning, my nurse... I really liked the hospital that I delivered at because they were super awesome they didn't force me into epidural they didn't force me to get induced they didn't force me anything like it was all Mm. me and whatever I decided and so one of the things that I really liked also was that at the very beginning when we got there the nurse was like oh we have some essential oils we have a diffuser like which one do you want like what scent do you want at that point all I could remember was lavender so I was like lavender (laughs) lavender (laughs) Lavender, please (laughs) and then since I didn't eat that morning I just was snacking so a lot of the things that I did have on my list I ended up doing Which is super cool That's so cool And so The only thing that sucked Was that I remember Asking my nurse Because my doctor Has her own practice mm-hmm. And her practice Is in close till five mm-hmm. And so the only thing That sucked Was that I told my I asked my nurse, I was like, what if baby comes before five? This was seven in the morning.
0: You would not. Um, I'm just yeah kidding.
1: Who is gonna deliver my baby if my doctor is not here on time? And she's like, oh, well, we have a doctor that's usually here for just mm-hmm. in case we need them. That's the doctor who will deliver. And so uh, flashing forward to like 6 p.m., my doctor shows up, no baby yet. <laughs> I'm still like seven You're centimeters. You're like, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like only like seven centimeters dilated. Mm-hmm. From seven in the morning to like 6 p.m. when my doctor got there, I had only dilated two centimeters so that was a very long time so how I, was
0: that emotionally and spiritually like were you doubting yourself or like god or like the pr- in the process were you ever like oh my gosh like this is not gonna happen for me
1: no yeah i kept like i told my nurse like two to three or three times where i can't do this and she was like honey you have no other option baby's almost out like you can do mm-hmm. this you know emotionally i think i was just like like tired mm-hmm. like i was more tired than anything because it had already been like a whole 20 something hours of me being in labor slash labor you mm-hmm. know Mm -hmm. and then spiritually i did have a list like prior to prior to my due date i did post on instagram like oh let me know if you have any intentions so that i can pray for you during my labor and so i actually took those with me like fernando Mm -hmm. wrote them in his notes and during Mm -hmm. my labor we prayed through those um intentions yeah and even during the pushing like i offered the pushing part because it was the hardest part i offered all that to like my mom's health spiritually i think it was honestly very holy i had prayed for a very holy labor and delivery and Mm -hmm. i honestly think that it was like very very holy and also fernando was a huge help whenever i'd be on the on the ball just like jumping so that it can naturally induce labor like Fernando would be right there holding the heating pad on my back mm-hmm. I'd be holding him I'd be leaning on him my mom too like she helped a lot and so I just had the support it was just great mm-hmm. looking back at that moment you're like oh shoot like this sucks but mm-hmm. now looking back I'm just very thankful and I feel blessed that I had the experience that I had when there was a shift change so nurses change shifts at 7pm mm-hmm. so when there was a 7pm shift change I got two new nurses mm-hmm. and And honestly, like, they were, like, heaven sent. Like, I was so thankful. I am, even now, super thankful for them. They did this thing called where I delivered they do this thing called spinning babies which basically it was this like practice that was created by a midwife where they do all these different stretches they try to induce you naturally by doing stretches basically that just like yeah. stretching you moving just spinning the yeah, baby yeah exactly <laughs> and so these one of the nurses I remember when they did the shift change my morning nurse was like okay Danielle is certified in spinning babies which is that something that you're interested in and I was like at that point it was like 7 p.m I was like what is spinning babies <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're, you're trying to spin me you do like
0: what do you what yeah. do you They they like
1: briefly explained it, and so I said, Yes, yes, whatever it means, (laughs) as long as this baby comes out, you know. And so these nurses were, like I said, heaven sent from 7 p.m. to 10 30 p.m. when I delivered, like that was the most holiest part of everything. Mm -hmm. Um at that point they were stretching me, it was so painful, but they were doing all these crazy stretches. One of the stretches was like they had me sit on the toilet, like facing the toilet, so not Mm -hmm. the way you pee, Mm -hmm. so facing in, and I was basically just squatting on the toilet and and I remember that being like super, it felt super good because I was just like, I knew baby was coming. So just uh-huh. sitting down was kind of like comfort for me. I was like, okay, this is exactly what I wanted. I didn't want to be laying in the bed when I was pushing. So this is great. Another thing was just crazy. I don't know. I can't even explain it. They were just mm-hmm. like crazy stretches that were yeah. like helping my uterus get ready to have this baby come out. And then it was like after 30 minutes of all these stretches, mm-hmm. I had already dilated to, I think, 10 and a half centimeters. So I did oh like pass gosh. the beat
0: prior to to monica's birth story i didn't know you could go past 10 centimeters i was like what
1: and yeah. it's crazy because from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., I had only dilated two centimeters.
0: That's spinning babies, man. Yeah. People need to get on that. Yeah,
1: and from like 7 to 10, I had dilated three plus centimeters. Mm-hmm. So it was just crazy how in two hours I was able to dilate more than I did in the morning mm-hmm. for 12 hours, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so once um, they checked me and I was 10 centimeters dilated, they had already set up the table, everything. And I had told them that I didn't want to push laying down. So they were trying to help me Push like standing, they were trying to help me push just all these different crazy positions. And Mm -hmm. honestly, the one that hurt the most was standing. Like I was like, I do not know how women do this. Yeah. I tried different positions, and honestly, the one that felt the best for me was me laying sideways on the hospital bed. And so yeah, they asked me if I wanted to see the head. I was like, no, (laughs) you didn't want to see it? Oh my god. (laughs) Was Fernando looking
0: like at you and like Mariana coming, or was it? He was holding my
1: hand facing towards my leg. So he wasn't really on the side down there you know mm, yeah <laughs> at one point i like yelled i can't do this mm. and that's when my nurse was like honey like the head's out already like. <laughs> And so the one thing that was kind of annoying was that I kept feeling like I was going to poop. Another thing that I wish I could have had in my hospital bag, like I'm noting it for future births, is a headband.
0: Oh yeah, you did mention that. Oh
1: my goodness, honestly. Future
0: mothers who are pregnant at this moment, go into your cupboard and put a headband in your hospital bag right now.
1: Yes, (laughs) because my mom braided my hair and even then all the little hairs. By the time baby was born, my hairs were everywhere. I kept pushing them back. I was sweating and it was just super gross. So that is one thing that I wish I had, a headband. Sure enough, Mariana was born 10.30 exact. And then I did get my golden hour afterwards. So Mariana was skin to skin with me. I breastfed her. It was just so, Mm. that was like the most beautiful part ever. At that point, I kid you not, you forget all the pain. You forget how tired you are. You forget everything. And you're just in this huge like love bubble of like, this is mine. Like this is my baby. You meet her. Like Fernando was like crying. I didn't cry I was just like my baby Mm -hmm. you know and it's crazy what they say about these freaking pandemic babies that they're built different because (laughs) Mariana I kid you not she was born with her hand up so that's what w- that was another thing that was preventing me from like delivering the baby was uh, that her hand was in the way, <laughs> so it was hard to push. She was literally punching you. Yeah, it was hard to push because her hand was up. Oh my god! And so that was one thing. And then um head moving side to side, <laughs> looking around the room, like she's like, "Is this what the
0: world is all about? <laughs> People in masks everywhere." I know.
1: But yeah, so she was born like looking literally side to side. Like her eyes were wide open. Her hands oh were god. up in the air. Like she was born like a three month old I swear. She's like, I have twenty (laughs) twenty (laughs) vision. Yeah. And so we had the whole delayed cord clamping. Fernando was able to cut the cord. Another thing that I wish that I would have done was i I really wanted to see the placenta. Oh, you forgot about it? I forgot about it, yeah. And I wasn't like I mentioned, we did have a birth plan, but I it wasn't a major thing for me to Mm. like I wasn't even focused on the placenta. I do wish that I would have seen it because 'Cause I'm like, Yeah, like you were feeding my baby. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole organ. I know. That you just like, you're like, okay, bye. Thank you for your service. Yeah, it's crazy um after that my first postpartum meal was a california burrito with agua de jamaica i was (laughs) that's what i wanted (laughs) the rest is history mariana is now three going on to four months oh my god so it's just crazy She's like basically a toddler i'm just kidding (laughs) basically (laughs) these pandemic babies they're like born and they're already she's like a
0: señora (laughs) like she has this like little stank face (laughs) that doesn't go away she's just always like mad dogging everyone and then like yes or a few days ago monica was like dancing with her and she just had like she looked like a senora just like with her cheek against monica's (laughs) cheek just like mad dogging the world and being like yep i'm dancing Mm -hmm, that's me (laughs) i know it's so cute i love her so cute
1: um but yeah i that's my birth story i know it's so much and it's crazy because now like the other day I was listening to a girl's birth story because now like all of a sudden I'm interested in birth stories mm-hmm. and I put it in on our TV and Fernando was here. He wasn't watching it with me. He was doing his own thing, but he would look up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I told Fernando, I was like, isn't it crazy how like before delivering, we had no idea what any of these things mean, like induction, like ketocin, mm-hmm. like, you know, we didn't know what any of this meant. And then now we're like, now oh, we like, know exactly what that means. fluent in birth. <laughs> lingo or whatever yeah so that's pretty cool um and then talking about the newborn phase would probably be like a whole other episode because Mm -hmm. that is a crazy subject in itself it was super hard um with sleeping and like it was just like a blur you Mm -hmm. know like thinking back to that whole first month but now like we're starting to get in that phase where like i've always enjoyed being her mother but now it's like oh she's laughing oh she's smiling Mm -hmm. it's like little things you know little milestones that are super exciting but yeah so that is my my birth story. I hope um this can speak to someone. Um yeah, like if you're pregnant
0: and you're kind of like dreading it, I think this is a good birth story to listen to where like, you know, things did go how you planned and that is a possibility. So if you're getting a lot of that negative like, oh my gosh, like don't even think that you're going to have a natural birth or don't even write mm-hmm. things down because that's not going to happen the way you want. Like here's one testimony of someone who did have most of the things that she wanted. And then if it's not that way like just remember to keep that mentality of like you know we trained for the game and there's still the possibility that we won't end up being the winners, but we still
1: trained and we still did our best. And that's what matters. You exactly. Know? This huge resource that helped helped me throughout my pregnancy and even like postpartum, because the book also talks about um, a couple things postpartum was the book made for this, the Catholic mom's guide for birth. And honestly, that book was, was it by it's by Mary Hazelton. Hazeltine. I don't know how she pronounces her name, but it's Mary. Uh, last name H A S E L T I N E. And I 100% 120% recommend that book. It was just so good. It talks about every part of pregnancy, every part of it like makes you think of birth and look at birth in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks about how this is something that we're made for, and it can be as holy as we want. She just explains it really well. I can't. It was just really good. And that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that helped me. So that is a resource if you are pregnant and you are Catholic. Even if you're not Catholic, that book is amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But yeah, so um, on that note, Anna, how have you loved this
0: week? <laughs> (laughs) um this week I have loved my roommate again (laughs) um so I got home yesterday pretty late and all like the lights were off and she was asleep and stuff and I was like a little bit hungry so I was like I want to eat but then I'm like I don't want to make like a bunch of noise so I just made like a little avocado toast you know and like just kind of tiptoed around the kitchen and whatnot but yeah that's how I loved this week I tried to keep it quiet for my roommate to sleep. How have you loved this week?
1: So going back to what I was saying about like how in 2021, I knew a couple girls that were pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get messages from girls that were already pregnant or girls that had already had their babies, like asking me, how are you feeling? How are you doing? How is pregnancy treating you when i was uh pregnant but now there's another group of like girls on my instagram that are now pregnant or mm-hmm. becoming pregnant and i'm like trying to like be there for them the same way those other girls were there for me oh, yeah. so now that i've been through it it's like how can i help you what mm-hmm. can i if you need any advice if you need any recommendations like mm-hmm. you know passing on that encouragement and mm-hmm. and whatnot but Aww, yeah.
0: that's so sweet yeah. so <laughs>
1: okay well that's the end
0: of the episode <laughs> um don't forget to follow us on instagram at made for amor, or you can also send us an email at
1: made at gmail.com and don't forget to stay tuned for the bloopers Ooh-hoo! bye bye hello 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 hi check one two one two um Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) I surrender
0: (laughs) She's like The heck is (laughs) Uh,
1: That was baby in the background
0: (laughs) Ate three snacks Do you think they're digested by now? (laughs) What was I
1: saying?
0: Monica had dreads up in here Pretty much (laughs) Uh huh